Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Horn Call podcast. My name is James Bold, and I'm the publications editor for the International Horn Society, and I'm your host. My guest today is the brand new vice president of the International Horn Society, Jay Bernardo Silva, a uh, highly regarded uh, soloist chamber musician, teacher, and orchestral player um, hailing from Portugal, but he's uh, got an international reputation. He's just uh, a wonderful person to talk to. And uh, like my interview with Haragundas Taveras, the uh, IHS president, Bernardo has uh, got some really great ideas for moving the IHS forward and continuing to make it uh, a great resource for horn players all over the world. Um I'll let our conversation speak for itself, but I'll just give you a kind of uh, overview. We talk about uh, how he balances a very busy uh, working schedule with, um, you know, family obligations and keeping his own personal practicing up, uh, some of his goals and ideas for the International Horn Society, uh, some of his personal stories about studying with Ab Koster in uh, Germany, and then some um, recommendations and thoughts he has about Portuguese composers for the horn. So you're definitely going to want to check out uh, some of these composers that Bernardo mentions. Um, he's a very warm, uh, caring person who seems to, you know, obviously have, have the best interests of the IHS at heart. So I, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Bernardo Silva. Uh, I, uh, if you're like me, I, I think you're probably getting more and more excited as the days go by about IHS 54, which is going to be held at Texas A&M University in Kingsville uh, next August in 2022. It's going to be an in-person symposium, and uh, I'm dearly looking forward to seeing lots and lots of friends and uh, making lots of new ones, of course. So I hope that you will join myself as uh, well as uh, hundreds of horn players from all over the world at IHS 54 next August in Kingsville, Texas. So without further ado, here's my interview with Bernardo Silva. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. I want to welcome you and uh, congratulate you again on your uh, recent election as the vice president of the International Horn Society. Thank you very much for the invitation. Yeah. And, um, I'm very excited with this new position. I think it will be a difficult task, but I I hope to, I sure I will do my best. Well, you've already served uh, on the advisory council, so you know, you know, the, the major things going on in the society. You've been active as a, a soloist and teacher and orchestral and chamber music performer for many, many years. And I was, I was kind of teasing you before we started recording. I remember you, you very kindly sent me one of your CDs several years ago, and we've, we've chatted back and forth uh, a, a few times over the years. And you've already be, always been very kind to me and supportive of, of the IHS and uh, horn playing. So thank you again for that. Um, uh, Bernardo, do you want to, for those who may not know who you are or may not be as familiar with, uh, you know, the, the musical culture and what's going on in Portugal, do you want to talk a little bit about what it is that you're doing professionally right now? Sure. So I'm Portuguese. I was born in Porto, in the city, and 
and I started to play the, the, the French horn when I was 12. So now, now I'm 42. So I have a 30 years <laughs> career <laughs> with, with, uh, with my instrument. And um, so uh, in, uh, currently I'm, uh, play, I'm playing uh, co-principal or uh, assistant uh, principal horn in Orquestra Sinfonica do Porto Casa da Musica. So I'm I'm uh, in same orchestra for 20 years for uh, for since 2000 so more than 20 years I started in the beginning um, mainly as fourth horn player um, but uh, in time and uh, I I always wanted to do more and um, I was seeking also to play uh, other parts. And uh, now I'm playing most of the time, uh, changing from first to third, and uh, the other way around. And uh, for me, I think is the best, the best position when I can have fun, and uh, not the big responsibilities, the responsibilities of the of, of uh, a principal horn all the time. And uh, also, I'm teaching. Um, I'm teaching in three different schools. And um, in Aveiro University, and also in Porto Esmai, it's uh, uh, another school with uh, the same uh, uh, same range of uh, of uh, students, and uh, another um, institution that is like a, a conservatory uh, with uh, younger students. And uh, so I have um, currently I'm uh, teaching a lot. But uh, I'm enjoying a lot. I'm loving it because uh, I can um, can work from students from 15 to 24 and uh, really uh, enjoying the the improvements and uh, trying. Also, for me, it's uh, a way of getting better and uh, understanding more uh, the things about the horn. So. Mm -hmm. That's it. And uh, after that, I'm doing. I'm trying also to do my my concerts. I have. Uh, uh, I play a, a lot with the horn quartet, or also also trompas luzes is the name. Uh, also, I play in duo with piano. Uh, recently, we have made a recording. Hopefully, in the the end of the year, will be ready and so there's i will try i try always to to balance these things and of course the family so that's yeah difficult. that's yeah it's uh it's always a, a balancing act but you you seem to be doing a magnificent job at it um i, I certainly want to talk a little bit more about you know we were mentioning before i started recording about the the, the training system, at least for, for horn players in Portugal, it, it seems to be something really special. Just the, you know, the, the number of great horn players uh, that people are should be aware of that in Portugal, you mentioned, you know, Ricardo, Marazinhos, and Abel Pereira, uh, just some really fantastic players and yourself as well. Um, so is the orchestra pretty busy these days? Are they back to, to giving concerts regularly or kind of coming back to things? In the moment, we have uh, the summer vacations. Okay. So we will start uh, in September. And uh, almost the, uh, a regular season, mm -hmm. almost. Uh, 
So we have in the moment we are not playing, you know, this uh, big symphonic works like Mahler, mm -hmm. but uh, we are playing already Bruckner or uh, Brahms or the uh, Respighi. Uh, we have uh, you have we have already uh, fun um, programs to do. So now also the this week we have the news from the government that the. We, it is accept uh, half of the, the people inside a, a, every auditorium. Okay, so we'll, it's getting better. Yeah, slow, slowly. <laughs> there's yeah. been a lot of there's been a lot of setbacks. You know, we think we're kind of in the clear, and then something happens to to set things back. But that I'm I'm glad to hear that. I'm happy for you. So is it a pretty busy schedule with the orchestra once you're once the season starts you know rehearsals more or less every day and then two or three concerts on the weekend or something like that yeah it's it's, it's very busy uh, we don't normally uh, porto it's it's a big uh, it's it's a, it's a second city of portugal but uh, in our dimension of course it's a big city but it's the uh, i i can say that it's not a very big city so uh, it's enough. Uh, we we do one concert a week mm -hmm. normally, uh, maybe two two times in a, in a month we mm -hmm. we double the concerts. So uh, let's say uh, in one month we have uh, six seven concerts uh, normally. Mm -hmm. So some but sometimes we also uh, have some tours, for instance. In October, we have uh, a concert in Germany, in Köln, uh, Köln Philharmonie. So we'll, it uh, will be fun, yeah. we'll program also. It's very interesting. So nor, uh, with, the, with the playing full-time in our orchestra and also teaching in three schools, you can understand that it's, uh, it's much too much to do already. But uh, I, w I, I have found some time also to, to dedicate to, to International Horn Society because it's, 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 a, it's a passion. Well, that's, that's good to hear. And you were pretty active at the recent IHS 53. I, I watched a, a good part of your warm-up session that you gave in not just English, but also in Portuguese. And uh, it was... In Spanish. Oh, in Spanish, in three languages. That was, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, one of the missions that uh, I want to... Um, to pursue in, the, in my time with the International Horn Society is to, to have more space to another languages. And also because um, I know I, I, I go often to, to Spain to, to, to teach and to perform and um, many students maybe don't, don't know the International Horn Society too well because they have sometimes some difficulties to speak uh, or to understand the, mm -hmm. the English. So it's I thought I thought I, I went I'm preparing a warm up session for the for the International Science Symposium and I will do it in in Portuguese of course for my students for for also for the Portuguese students and Brazilian and uh, for sure also in in Spanish because for Spanish of course but also mm -hmm. for the Latin American students 
to have also the possibility to have a, a presentation in their language, I think is important. No, I, 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 I agree completely. <laughs> I, I wish my uh, knowledge of other languages uh, was, was better. I, you know, English is about the only language I can speak. I, I know a little bit of Spanish, but not very much at all. So uh, I really appreciate the efforts that you and, of course, Aragundis, uh, our new president of the IHS, I'm sure it's going to be really a really exciting time. Um, actually, kind of keeping with that uh, theme of the IHS, what what got you involved with it? Was it something you knew about coming up as a student, or what what got you kind of uh, interested in, in joining first and then taking a more active role? Yeah, um, the first uh, I was quite young. I was was my uh, second teacher, Bogdan Sevestik, that's mm -hmm. uh, also a member for a long time of International Harm Society. And he's now is also my colleague in the orchestra, and he, he, he came to Portugal in the eighties to to play. He's from Czech Republic, and he, he came to Portugal. He, it was him that uh, introduced uh, introduced us the International Horn Society, and it was it was uh, always a, a very special moment when he received the horn call, and he, all, all the students join uh, he joined all the students in the, in the classroom, and we we all discover together every page, you know, and um, and that at the time. I, I was, uh, you know, it's um, since I, I started. I, for me, I, I had a passion for CDs, for uh, for uh, postcards, everything that has a had a horn player there. For mm -hmm. me, was was incredible. I collect everything, and um, and uh, I remember the one uh, in particular horn call that was uh, a tribute to to Barry Tuckwell. Mm -hmm. I, th I think it's, it's uh, around 93 or 94. And uh, inside there was uh, like a postcard of, uh, of him, very, very classy photo. Mm -hmm. You know, it's in uh, after uh, there was the same with Herman Bauman and uh, all this. Uh, and also every year in every symposium, there was a poster, poster inside. Mm -hmm. So we, we collect the posters on the on the wall of the room so you know this this created uh, uh atmosphere that um, that for me uh, in the moment that i have possibilities to to pay my own membership it mm -hmm. was clear i want to be a member and for me it was like uh, i'm this, in the same club of Herman Bauman, of Barry Tuckwell, mm -hmm. of Dale Clevenger, or all this uh, Freud is revacuated. You know, all these uh, these people. I was also member like the, like them. You know, mm -hmm. uh, for me it was was this this kind of uh, motivation, and also for me what was clear. I want to be horn player, but not uh, just uh, uh, in a Portuguese family. I think uh, for me it was already clear that uh, I want to be in the worldwide family of the horn playing, you know. 
just uh, giving my contribution. And uh, many times I, I I answer, I tell to, to students or for, for uh, some friends also that uh, ask me, but uh, what International Horn Society does or uh, what can I uh, take from the of advantage from the International Horn Society? And before answer that, I, t- I tell them, I think the first goal, it's what you can give to the International Horse Society. Because if everyone gives uh, their best, someone will collect something, you know, it's it's uh, sharing. It's this idea of sharing and uh, being the same family, it's, uh, for me, it's uh, the, the principle. No, I, I love that. And you and I are almost exactly the same age. I, I'm, I'll, I'll be 42 here in about a month or so. So uh, we probably grew up, you know, just, just before the internet, right? Like yeah, mid, yeah. mid, early, mid 90s. And I had a very similar experience with the horn call. It was my connection to the world of horn playing people i had you know only before heard on recordings i could read an interview with them or you know read about the warm-up that they like to do or you know all this stuff and you know we've kind of seen as you know we get into the the 21st century more you know there's the the groups on facebook and you know all of the different uh things you can get on the internet um you know, I'm sure you've you've shared some ideas with me in the past about you know ways that the Horn Society can continue to stay engaged and relevant. And uh, you know, is there what do you see as the future of the IHS in terms of staying staying involved with the world of horn when you know it's not just the horn call anymore. There's so many other things. Yes, um, the International Horn Society, I think, uh, as a a very important role because um, um, is the, is the opportunity to assemble uh, more and more the the horn players and um, to to have the have the opportunity to to forget the you know the all these um, political. Uh, Difficulties that we have in some some in other methods and other subjects mm-hmm. in music music I think we can avoid that and we can create a more um, more human world. So and uh, international society for me it's it's uh, in the depends on us. We mm-hmm. are depending of the horn players and not about governments or, you know, we can create our opportunities. We can create our scholarships. You know, it's very important for for the students, uh, for sure. We can create our programs of uh, motivating more compositions for the horn players to play. Uh, And so it's... uh, there is always a role for the International Horn Society. We have to be, of course, aware of the needs. Mm-hmm. For sure, the needs now are a little bit different from 20 years ago or 30 years ago. But there is, there will be needs, there will be ideas 
to improve to to get the international horn society more more uh, flexible of course more more modern and uh, to to answer faster to the to the necessities of the the members i mm-hmm. think this, this that is important yeah and i think kind of looking back on my experience with the experiences with the ihs it, it I was fortunate that I was able to go to some international horn symposia uh, fairly early on and that, you know, they're inspiring. You know, you hear so many different kinds of great horn playing and meet so many people. Um, And then, you know, after a certain point, I had gotten so many great experiences because of the IHS that I wanted to try to contribute to it in some way. So I I, I hope that that's uh, a similar situation that happens with enough people to where the IHS offers something that they find valuable and then eventually in turn they they think about ways that they can contribute back to the the society. Yeah, exactly. It was was the same with me. I was finishing my... No, I was in high school and uh, university and um, I, I... I read about the the Farkas competition, you know, it's a solo uh, solo competition of the International Horn Society, and um, and I tried. I, I was I, I want to try that, and I, I had the possibility to to compete with in the final in the Liexa, in the Sim- International Horn Symposium. This was in I think in two thousand two. And it, it was incredible, you know. I, I was in the was in the final with the two fantastic uh, horn players also, and uh, in the in the jury was Herman Bauman, Freudis Rivecker, and uh, you know it's so many so 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 great uh, horn players, and um, and also enjoying that all that week. Uh, with some wonderful concerts mm-hmm. in Finland, which was really, really fantastic. You know, I had the possibility to see uh, incredible horn players from the states that uh, that came all, uh, for the for the, this festival, but also fantastic horn players from uh, from the Nordic Nordic uh, countries mm-hmm. and also from from Russia so it was a really uh, world class uh, mix you know it's it was very very different ways of playing mm-hmm. especially uh, in that in that uh, moment you know, it was still possible to to see and to to, to see these uh, different uh, approaches of horn playing. And uh, for me, it was, uh, you know, that moment uh, I was competing, I, I, I got to the, the prize, I, I received, uh, you know, a scholarship. And uh, that also, of course, was the moment. I get some, from something from the International Horn Society, but I, I'm, I love it. Uh, f- of course, for me, it was a, a turning point for mm. for my for my career i i i i'm telling that in 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 speaking about uh, you know the mentality it was you know moment you 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 take a a, a prize uh as a a pl- in a solo competition i think mm-hmm. it changes your perspective you know you 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 before you 
you were okay in your home <laughs> and after <laughs> you 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 know that you you can be abroad you can play with other players you can you can be confident about that mm-hmm. you know it's uh, it's uh, it's something that uh, also when you we were uh, speaking before about the portuguese horn players mm-hmm. we have a quite uh, quite good uh, level but in the in the last years uh, last decade we had this confidence of playing abroad you know the playing mm-hmm. for the for the other countries and don't be shy because we are from portugal no we we have, we are okay with that we are okay of uh, of our country of our education and um, and uh, i think we have also uh, a mix of uh, schools yeah, of mm-hmm. uh, uh, different approaches that uh, at the end it's uh, i think a little bit special too what well, it certainly seems to be working uh, working really <laughs> well i, I was going to ask you about that so when you were coming up uh and and you know getting your musical education who were your who were your your role models who 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 did you look up to as as horn players and as musicians? Um, I, like I, I said before, I, I collect all the recordings I get. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I have uh, all the recordings I, that I have the possibility to to collect, and I was uh, really uh, loving the the differences from the each school. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, uh, I loved to, to 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 see the differences of playing in states. Mm-hmm. First, I, I I was enjoying a lot of uh, the recordings of Mason Jones, Myron mm-hmm. Bloom, uh, and Dave Clevenger, mm-hmm. and jo- especially those three, and uh, also, of course, uh, Phil, uh, Philip Myers. You know, mm-hmm. these were the guys that. Uh, that in my generation we could listen, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I was really enjoying. After also these recordings from Sumit Brass, oh yeah, also fantastic horn players, and um, and in in Europe, all, of course there was plenty of horn players. Uh, my idol of all of all, of time, uh, all time it is Herman Bauman. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's a very special person, and uh, uh, I'm happy to say that uh, of course I consider him as a friend because we stay in, in contact uh, for every, every every year, and uh, also of course uh, Dennis Brain, Barry Turkwell, mm-hmm. uh, Upcoaster, many many horn players. So, but. Uh, I, I, I was enjoying to see the different approaches of playing, uh, and uh, I kept an idea of um, trying to 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 form an identity mm-hmm. of a horn player that uh, that I would like to 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 be, you know. Mm-hmm. Because of course you 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 can enjoy a recording, you can enjoy a way of playing, but you have to create your own. Mm-hmm. Because if if you just want to copy that that don't 
is not like that, you know. So mm -hmm. I was uh, uh, learning, learning how to to things are different styles. I think that is very important. Uh, trying to understand different approaches of different schools: English way, French way, Italian, German. Even in Germany, there was uh, Hermann Baumann. There, uh, Peter Dan mm -hmm. uh, and Norbert Haltman, and all play different. You know, mm -hmm. you you can understand different different techniques, different ways of playing. So I was like this, trying to to understand a little bit from here and from that. And uh, when I started to receive my horn call, I I was. Also seeing the directory, you know, once mm -hmm. in the one one, and I was also uh, um, there was not already internet, but I, I I collected the addresses, and I tried to to book some lessons, and try to search from some master classes, you know, and mm -hmm. and uh, my first master classes. Were, were not in Portugal, were in Czech Republic, in Germany, or in Spain. Mm. And I had to to travel for one or two or three days to get there and to have the possibility to play for these people that I was, uh, you know, a, a fan, an admirer. So it was like this, to have this kind of goals. Mm -hmm. And so is that is that what led you to study with uh, Ab Koster? Uh, yes. How did you end up going going over there to yeah. study with him? You know, it, my first goal was trying to 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 to, to study with Herman Bauman, mm. but it was that moment that he got the his stroke mm -hmm. and he was he left the school. So he um, he advised me to 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 study with the 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 persons that he uh, he has totally um, trust you know mm -hmm. and he advised me uh, Thomas Müller in Bern or Hauptkoster in Hamburg mm -hmm. and uh, in, the, in that moment I was studying uh, I went to Lisbon to stu to study and uh, there was a possibility to 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 do in the second year Erasmus uh, and I, I was accept, accepted in Hamburg, and uh, I was there for a semester. And this is was it was in ninety nine, but uh, I had an incredible time in uh, in Hamburg with Habkoster. It's uh, Habkoster. It's uh, I think the best person in the world. <laughs> you know, it's a fantastic horn player and. Uh, fantastic teacher and uh, for me it was an incredible time because i had the possibility to to work with him and to 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 also to to live in a city that is beautiful and uh, mm -hmm. has a very good very good orchestras so it was a also a moment that i have a, a, a very good improvement did and, you mostly uh, did you study like uh, orchestral excerpts or solo literature yeah, or eight, the, uh, everything? Both, both, both. Yeah, I was I was just studying horn and uh, have just horn 
uh, some uh, orchestral excerpts and mm -hmm. uh, chamber music and uh, a couple of uh, orchestral weeks uh, mm -hmm. just yeah well, I think also once uh, I had also uh, modern music project okay. uh, so I have uh, really focus on my on my playing and uh, like I said I, I, I have the possibility to create a, a, a fantastic relationship with uh, Hauptkoster and it's also a, a person that I still have in uh, contact uh, not every every day but, but um, almost every week or every month so it's uh, even now if I have the um, it's, it's uh, like my mentor, you know. If mm -hmm. you, if I have uh, some doubt or some, uh, I need some advice uh, of teaching or uh, of arm playing. It's it's the person that I completely trust. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Could I ask you a little bit about your quartet, the Trompas Lusas? Uh, how yeah, did sure. how did that group get formed? And you, you all sound fantastic. I've heard I've heard uh, your recordings. Um, it's a really, really fantastic playing. Are you all Portuguese horn players, or come from all over Europe? Yeah, we are all Portuguese, and we start, we we uh, came from the same school. Mm -hmm. We we play the. We are not uh, all uh, the four at the same age, but more of more or less, we 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 have been colleagues uh, in Artav. That it's this uh, kind of uh, school that we have. Um, it's a professional music school, hmm. and we we all pass there. So we have this project uh, of playing together and, uh, and and playing music and playing, enjoying the horn quartet, and uh, we have this plan being you know delayed delayed until uh, the moment that we decided this is the moment there was a there uh, someone asked to to um, uh, uh, conductor ask uh, a friend uh, because he loved the Konzerstück from Schumann mm. and uh, asked uh, for a for a quartet to play that the the, the, the piece and um, and we, we said this is the moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we started to play in quartet with Schumann. <laughs> so it's it it was nice because um, it we have a, a very difficult goal mm. yeah, to to achieve, and uh, so we have uh, I think one or two months uh, to to prepare that, and it went uh, very nice. And so we we take this uh, experience to 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 keep searching for repertoire to, mm -hmm. to, to and also of course to to play the the masterpieces uh, that have been written for horn quartet and it's it's you know it's so fantastic because we we play uh, instrument of course that we love but also we can see that the same it's same with the composers you know it's mm -hmm. if you want to play horn quartet you have compositions from uh, Poland meet or you know this the f from the best composers of chamber music mm -hmm. if you want or or even like we were we 
were speaking, Robert Schumann. Mm -hmm. If you want to play uh, music for horn and piano, you you have plenty of music from the greatest composers. You know, it's so we are blessed, mm -hmm. really. Yeah. And speaking of composers, I, I'm not an expert on it at all, but I, I know there are some really great Portuguese composers that not enough people know about. I, I, I know uh, a little bit of Carapatojo's works. Uh, he's, he's got a lot of stuff with horn and voice and some horn and piano. Um, are there any composers in Portugal who've, who've written you know, good things for horn that people should, should look into and, and check out? Yeah, for sure. Yes, you, you, you were... You, you told Eurico uh, Carapatoso mm has -hmm. fantastic pieces. Yeah. Uh, also, I have premiered uh, a few sonatas from Sergio Azevedo, and uh, also we in the our quartet we have already played two sonatinas, and uh, I'm waiting to premiere a concertino for horn and strings, also mm. from uh, Sergio Azevedo. So it's uh, definitely a composer to, to know more. And uh, also uh, Luis Tinoco has written a, con a concerto for horn that Abel premiered in, uh, in a symposium in, uh, I'm not sure where there the place, but uh, he premiered a, a, con a concerto for horn and orchestra mm. from Luis Tinoco. And uh, also, I'm, I have been working with uh, Anne Vitorin Almeida. It's a, a, comp a woman composer. It's very gifted. It's, she's really uh, composing beautiful works. Hmm. Also, Ricardo Matuzinos, as you said, yeah, is, Ricardo, is yeah. work, working a lot and uh, is a very talented horn player and composer. And uh, I think in the in the next years uh, there will be more and more compos mm -hmm. compositions from Portuguese composers because also I'm trying I'm always uh, picking you know it's and uh, trying to motivating these composers to to write uh, more and more so there will be more <laughs> interesting mm -hmm. pieces yeah and my my main connection to that is I, I look at Ava Editions, the website. Uh, they have a you know a lot of Portuguese composers. Is that is that the best way to find this music or are there you know should we be looking at like the composers' websites? Yeah, I think uh, the, the best is uh, it's, it's easier. Most of the composers, Portuguese composers are in Ava musical editions. Mm -hmm. You so I think is the best way to to look in. Okay, I'll put a I'll put a link to that with the with the podcast yeah. episode. So, Perfect. Yeah, and I, I I don't know how much in postage I've paid for shipping from Portugal, but I've I've ordered a lot of music from there. <laughs> <laughs> also, also Phoenix Editions has uh, yes. some yeah. things by by Ricardo as well. Yeah. So, no, that's that's excellent. Also, uh, editions Beam from Switzerland. Oh. Mm-hmm. The, as edited the the sweet rustica from Carapatoso, mm -hmm. and there is uh, other Portuguese compositions there too. Mm -hmm. 
That's great. You're very busy as a performer and teacher, and you know there's probably a lot of students listening to this. Um, so how do you keep all of this balanced? How do you keep your playing in shape and you know making sure that you uh, are, are staying at, at the top of your game playing-wise and preparing for the orchestra and various concerts? What, what kind of a routine do you have? It's very demanding because... Uh, we can. I have to to be in, in fit, you know. Mm-hmm. Right in this moment, I'm I, I'm in holidays, but uh, I cannot be more of uh, three four days without playing, you know. Because mm-hmm. after I'm already thinking that uh, <laughs> in two weeks I have to to play Tilo and Spiegel or a concert or so, you know. It's so I have to to be aware of that and so i for me it's very important also to be fit in the orchestra to have a, a good warm-up every day before mm. of the rehearsal and if i have a good warm-up i will be fit for the rehearsal and also i will be already uh, okay for the day you know if you if i have the possibility to to practice more after mm. the rehearsal Perfect, and then, but most of the time I am teaching, uh, so I will be playing also with students, mm-hmm. and of course I have to some I have to take uh, when I have uh, some free time I have also to practice the pieces because <laughs> I have to explain and to know the difficulties and the challenges for the students. So mm-hmm. um, I have I have to to take care of the warm-up and also to take care of uh, of the the main repertoire, the solo repertoire and the orchestra excerpts. So mm-hmm. this is uh, this is uh, demanding and this is uh, uh, I have to be very organized. So even in the weekends, normally people go <laughs> take some time and but uh, before that i have i have also to 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 take uh, be sure that i have uh, the things for the next week of the orchestra and the pieces for for the, the lessons uh, prepared Mm-hmm. Well, and I can say, you know, I, having watched your warm-up video from IHS 53 and uh, looking at the, the the publication of all of this stuff, it's very thorough. I mean, it covers everything. High, low, flexibility, stopped horn, multiple tonguing. So it's uh, everybody should check out Bernardo's uh, warm-up video uh, available on IHS 53. And yeah, you, you just submitted your um, the routine and daily exercises to be published through the IHS. And that uh, you're, uh, from what I've been told, that the, the proceeds from that are going to be donated back to the, the IHS, which is uh, very generous of you. So <laughs> thank okay. you for doing that. No, it's... Uh... It's. Uh, I, I want to be available for the people. Yeah, for for the people who, who needs it. For me, it's. Uh, I I did it, uh, thinking uh, uh, in the first moment uh, of my students, of course, but mm-hmm. also in my maybe in my future students, and uh, also in my former students. So uh, there is many people that uh, have. Uh, 
great skills that uh, sometimes need some uh, some orientation or some motivation to be to be um, to be more organized and to to be to have a more uh, clear routine every day so mm -hmm. of course there is people that don't need that so perfect there's no problem but if someone needs that I want to be assured that uh, I can help them. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was also the reason that I made in different languages. And now I, uh, I prepared the, the, the material to be uh, available, uh, available on the music sales. Mm -hmm. And um, But I'm not looking for profit, you know. I'm just... Uh, um, this is a warm-up. It's not a, there is something that I... I do for myself and for my, for for the students. So uh, I think, uh, of course, there is some work there, a lot of work. But uh, also, there if there is some uh, some profit, I want to give to the international society because it's a way to of helping. Well, that's very also. that's very kind and very inspiring. I hope that. I hope that more people <laughs> do that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> well, uh, so. Bernardo, thank you again for uh, taking taking the time to speak with me today. Um, is there anything maybe in uh, Portuguese you'd like to share with maybe some of the Portuguese listeners? If if you could maybe make a plug for the IHS or something. Viva. Então. Queria só mandar um abraço a todos os trompistas portugueses e, e que falem língua portuguesa uh, e que estejam a assistir a este podcast e um, dizer que, que é um prazer uh, estar a colaborar com a International Horn Society e, uh, e, portanto, possivelmente já terão conhecimento que eu neste momento fui eleito Uh, vice-presidente da International Horn Society e o que eu espero neste cargo é contribuir para uma maior uh, unificação da família trompística e que todos possamos uh, contribuir e assim uh, contribuindo mais também poderemos aproveitar mais de, de estarmos todos numa família independentemente do país e da língua que possamos falar. Portanto, um abraço e caso não sejam membros da International Horse Society, por favor considerem, considerem sê-lo, porque é uma sensação incrível. Obrigado. Wonderful, thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think that's fantastic, and thank you so much for doing that. Um, well, I, I think that's probably a good place to stop for today, and, and thank you again for speaking with me. No, it's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, Uh, really, congratulations also for the work you have been doing as editor of the Horn Call and uh, and um, the podcast. So, also, it's a uh, it's a pleasure to to speak uh, with uh, all the uh, our community. So, thank you. Great, thank you.